are now listening to The Awakened Soul. Welcome to this week's episode of The Awakened Soul. It is your boy, CEO Hayes here. As always, every week, look, I'm always excited to give you guys another show this week. Um, this show is going to be a little bit shorter than what you're used to with the, from the Awakened Soul. Some of you may like that, some of you may not. Um, it, it's 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 uh, way briefer uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, what I make up, what I lack in length this week, I damn sure make up in quality. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of men who just say that on the daily to women, but nonetheless, <laughs> I'm back. Uh, this week we got an interview with Adila, who is a rapper slash singer. Completely independent artist. A lot of you guys may not know about her. Hopefully, after this, she gains a lot more fans. Her uh, album, Dreamers and Thinkers, debuted on iTunes at number 21, which may not seem huge to some people, but you have to understand, this is a completely independent artist um, who loves doing what she does. It's a very good album. Like If you read some of the reviews of this album, she's gonna blow up soon i i firmly believe that um there was also a publication that had her as the number one unsigned artist um i think that was last year maybe those 2000 i think that was last year though um so this is a big interview for me this is one that i was excited to have a because i love to talk to people who are passionate about what they have going on and passionate about whatever they're working on. And that's definitely her. And you got to respect the hustle. Like for a completely independent artist, let's go over the, the features she has on this album. Royce the five, nine and John Connor, fat Joe kid vicious, cool G rap. Like it, come on now. If you listen to the uh, episode last week, when we were doing our top 15, cool G rap to me is one of my all time favorites. Um, he just, such a veteran in this game. So I'm excited to have her. That conversation is going to be dope, dope, dope. You guys know we got off the rip with, with Hayes. And that's going to be it this week. It's just those two segments. Um, just uh, to peel behind the curtain. Been a very busy week in the life of CEO Hayes. Very, very busy uh, weekend with the WWPN. And I, I've had to give a lot of time to that over the course of this weekend. Um, and that's that's not a bad thing. I mean, there's time where I give more time to this podcast but that doesn't mean that the passion and the quality isn't there because it damn sure is we're gonna go off the rip with Hayes next um we're gonna start our wonderful intro music and then uh we're gonna get off into off the rip with Hayes where I'm gonna talk about you know some more of the Hollywood accusations that have been coming out um yeah it's 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 disturbing but I want to talk about the latest um and you know I may not even talk about it no matter what comes out next over I may not talk about it for a couple of weeks afterwards because it's just yeah it's it's a sickening situation so nonetheless this is the awakening so get into our interviews on the other side of that we'll go off the route with that Soul. The Awakened Soul. The Awakened Soul. All right, so I kind of want you guys that this uh, off the world plays is not going to be as I don't want to say not fun, but it, it really isn't fun at all. Not to talk about this stuff, but you know when you have the podcast, you cover the content that I want to cover uh which is literally cover a little bit about everything we got to talk about 
the news that have come that's come out um and it, it it's it's another uh step along the line of what's going on in Hollywood now with all the sexual assault and and allegations and misconduct that that's that's come out um and this time it involves Russell Simmons and anyone who's a part of the hip hop culture and and some of those who aren't you know what the name you you know the accolades of of um Russell Simmons. So I'm not even going to get into all that because you 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 know who the guys are. If you're listening to this podcast, chances are uh, you you know who you know who he is. But nonetheless, so Kerry Clawson, Kaligi, I believe is how you pronounce her last name. If I murdered that, I do apologize. But she came out with um, her story, and that's accusations that at one point when she was 17, Russell Simmons, it was her, him, him being Russell Simmons and Brett Ratner all in a room or apartment it was it was russell simmons apartment together um and russell simmons was forcing herself upon her and uh was trying to force her into having sex and again this is all allegedly i i i can't i can't i don't want to i want to stress enough that i am not the judge jury nor executioner in this situation so when i use words uh, like allegedly i'm just saying because they haven't been proven yet not to at all say that the victim is lying i'm just being really pc right now um but when she was 17 it was in a situation when she was with these two men russell simmons trying to having sex as she said no he relented and convinced her to perform oral sex on him she said she was so disgusted at that point that she went to take a shower while she was showering russell simmons came up behind her and briefly penetrated her before he went away um so again this is like i said another story um with all these allegations that are coming out and then again involves that dirt bag of brett ratner and i just can't stress enough how women i i'm, I'm a father i raise daughters share your story. Get your story out there as much as possible no matter what happens um no matter your fears of any retaliation you have to tell your story you have to seek help you have to go to the authorities you i i can't stress that enough because this shit is is fucking disgusting and it's sad like and this is why i stressed in the earlier episode i don't look up to anyone in hollywood and i stress my kids not to they're people just like anyone else i don't have heroes in that sense and i and this is this is kind of why like people are discussing you never no, and again, as I, as I want to say, allegedly, and and you know, this unfortunately, stuff like this, the the hundred percent truth, and these people may never be prosecuted, unfortunately, um, because of everyone being reluctant to tell their stories, and I get it, the culture, everything going on back then, um, and then when you're a, a young person and trying to get come up in a business, and you have the moguls, I can understand being scared of, and even. Not even without that, without all the fame and everything, people are afraid to come out when when you're in situations like this. And I and you know it, it's becoming more and more of a conversation. Um, we will have an episode on rape culture here because we we have to. I mean, this is the awakening. So we we've covered everything here. We sh- we pull no punches here. Um, and we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to dig down and talk about this as more stuff comes up because it's 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 utterly utterly ridiculous. Um. And, and like I said, as, as more things come out, I just can't stress enough. Like, tell someone, tell someone, get your story out there. Um, 
Yeah, man, it's 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 crazy. And my thoughts and prayers go out to anyone who's been in the situation. Uh, Russell Simmons has since come out um, with a statement saying that anything that happened between him and the young lady was completely consensual. Um, still at 17, like even if that's that's your thing. Um, and I, I'm gonna read some of his some of his, his statement here. I do want to be fair and read that as well. And it goes as a longtime social activist, I have applauded the strength of brave men and women who've spoken out over the past month and made their voices heard regarding sexual assault and harassment. I am a supporter of the Me Too campaign and the victims who were previously terrified to stand up and speak out against sexual misconduct. I have completely and unequivocally denied the horrendous allegations of non-consensual sex against me with every fiber of my being. And, and like I said, that's just one paragraph of a, of a four paragraph statement coming out from, from Russell Simmons. This is, this is where it's as a podcaster, you want to come out with the facts and you want to kind of separate them from your opinion. The facts so far as we know them is that there have been allegations against Russell Simmons. Also, the facts coming out of that is he's denied this and said that those acts were consensual. Now, we've dealt with the facts. So I want to make that sure. Those are the facts of the situation. Take those how you will. Feel about those how you will. But again, this is my podcast and I will and it it would be uh, disingenuous if I didn't state what my opinion on this kind of stuff is. A, a 17 year old with any grown man, you as, as the man, as the adult in that situation, and some people argue that 17 is also an adult. I feel you should know what the fuck you're doing and you should not at all. Like I, I just, I, I, and this is something that I've always had an opinion on is that as a grown man and I'm 30 now, even before then. What the hell can a 17-year-old do for me? That that's just me. Again, this is this is this is Cordero, not even CEO Hayes. This is Cordero the person separating the fact from my opinion and my feelings on what's come out. And that is that it's disgusting. And that goes out to anyone. I don't care if it's consensual or anything else in between. To me, in my opinion, that's fucking disgusting and sad. Because even if, no matter how you think about it, there's no way in hell that a grown man in their mid-20s, late-20s, whatever age, has really should have anything in common with a 17-year-old. And even if if, if they're consenting, there's a certain extent of taking advantage of because just a a place where a a mid-20s man is from a 17 year old just mentally is not shouldn't it shouldn't be the same i maybe for some people it is but in my opinion it shouldn't be it should that shouldn't even be there's there's nothing outside of like directing you to my little sister that uh a 17 year old we should even be talking about much less you coming over my house and hanging out like that's just no no it's it's not happening um yeah this this is one of those those subjects where i try my best to try to not get completely pissed off on this podcast about because i don't want to turn anyone away but at the same time like come on now people men how about let's do this let let's let's hold ourselves to a better standard um and not do anything consensual or otherwise with a fucking 17 year old 
maybe yeah i mean maybe that's just completely maybe that's some people don't know what else to do uh, i i i don't know but it, it and all this stuff let, let's let's come off this russell simmons conversation for a while like it it's it's ridiculous it's utterly ridiculous the fact of the matter is if someone says no that means no like it, it, it's it's no in between stop trying to convince them stop trying to coerce them like it, just back off at that point back away if they don't want your ass back away find someone who does but th- this stuff in hollywood i don't want to just narrow down to this is way more disgusting than this. like you have people taking advantage over their they're standing in a certain area and in, in, in Hollywood and in, in music and, and all that TV and using that to take advantage of, of young women, younger people. And I don't want to just, cause there's been plenty of allegations where young men have been taken advantage of as well, where Terry Crews came out and said some stuff that happened to him. It, it's, this is why any system that has such corruption needs to be taken down and I hope that this situation, the, the, all this light that's being shined on or shun, shine, whatever. I'm not an English major. Uh, and pardon me for that. If that if that takes you out of this podcast. But nonetheless, um, all of this light being shined on the, the previously dark and unspoken areas of Hollywood and, and everything else. Let's leave the light there. Let, let's let's completely get these demons out and let's improve that system. Let's protect people and let's get let's focus on on being people like that that's the thing it's just like this is why stuff like this disgusting because it's simple no matter what treat people like people like it's it's and i'm not perfect in it by any means like i don't want to sit here on my high horse and virtue signal and all that bullshit but the fact of the matter is i'm i'm a father of little girls of little boys and to me when i hear anything like that it's completely in a hundred percent fuck you that's all it is and and i'm not gonna pull my punches on that and you know let's just leave it at that let's leave it at that everyone if you're ever taken advantage of if you're ever put in a situation in which you feel uncomfortable in uh like i said you need to talk and tell someone we need to get this stuff out here i don't want to start this podcast up on such a downer because i have such a fun interview with an awesome person um that we get into and we just have so much fun talking about music which she's passionate about i'm passionate about i don't want to completely bring this down um but it needs to be talked about and it will continue to be talked about um it's it's just sometimes unfortunately i have to i have to step away because it it, it is really really unsettling uh, for me personally and uh you know that, that that's why i said i have my stance i don't look up to anyone famous never i don't i, I just don't I, I listen to people i respect certain people's opinions other famous people who have podcasts who get out on their um you who use their fame to actually do good and positive things i support those people 100 percent. but look up to I, I just i don't because you never know what next star will be taken down and for russell simmons he has been a supporter of the me too campaign but the thing is that the russell simmons that's standing in front of us now could be and again i don't know a completely different person in mindset from what he, where he was 25 26 years ago when these allegations came out just saying and 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 it's it's just the truth and that that's possible again it's not fact that what happened one way or another because i can't say that unfortunately i don't i don't have the ability to say that um but 
we're going to move on from this. We're going to move on from this again. Uh, we will talk about it again, but just for, for the interest of this podcast and, and because we will delve really, really deep into it on its own episode at some point in the future, we're going to move off from this. I want to move into talking about um, some of the things going on with the Awakened Soul. Uh, if you notice in your feed catcher, you should see a new logo for the Awakened Soul. That's kind of a placeholder. Uh, because we will have another rebrand here soon and that's going to be part of the awakened soul complete 2.0 that's coming um the podcast youtube content's coming um we're going to get the blog together which is coming uh it's it's just a whole new venture for us as well we still got that special announcement that i'm not ready to announce yet it probably won't be till the beginning of 2018 where i announce it um i'm still working out the details uh, with that but oversaturated will definitely be a part of it andrew bello will definitely be a part of it um yeah as well as uh, i'm talking to a couple other things but this is made this is what what i'm working on now is for the culture and by that yes for hip-hop culture for african-american culture but for the culture of americans as well like this this man i'm, I'm i don't want to release too many details i'm one of the the people who i really want everything to be completely lined and focused before i announce it well of course we'll work out our kinks even after we announce it but i I really want to make sure i know what's on that plate before i give you guys too many details but it's going to be by far the biggest thing i've ever attempted to do and hopefully it takes off like the thing is, is that when you're doing something different when you're doing something um that like i said it kind of pushes you out your comfort zone it's it's gonna be it's going to be fun. Um, moving on. Uh, next week. Now, next week's episode of The Awakened Soul, we may not have an episode. And I know I've I've not taken a week off yet. Um, if I do have an episode, it's going to be an abbreviated episode for sure. Um, but it's it's next week's Thanksgiving. I um, have to travel back to St. Louis, which, you know, because it's in the middle of the week, that that's what really is throwing off the recording schedule. If I'm able to pull something together uh, for the weekend, then by all means, you you damn well know I'm going to give you guys a podcast because I love podcasting. Uh, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Working out the kinks with that, I think I have. If it works out, I'm pretty sure I have an idea of what next week's episode will be, and I even know the guest. Um, but it just we have to see what happens with holiday time. All right, that's enough. So. We're going to get into my interview with Adila. She's just, like I said, it, it, I enjoy talking to her. I enjoy getting to know her music. I enjoyed everything about this interview. And I, hopefully you guys convert and fans and check out her music. Uh, we're going to get into one of the tracks from the album. My actual favorite track from the album called Crown. Because it features my favorite rapper. That's Royce the 5'9", uh, rapping alongside Adila. So we're going to get uh, into that song and on the other side of that is going to be there was only one time in my life i bought into the hype telling random hoes and they friends they can all spend a night lesson one never trust a thought never let a critic tell you what you not lest they kill you never fucking stop lesson two love is hate hate is the love they took time out of their day for you even if they rated a dud 10 in the morning kendrick lamar can put an album in the stores twitter gonna call it classic by 1004 how could you skim through greatness i remember giving my demo out to get a deal i'm still out here all right ladies and gentlemen i have a special guest today we got a dealer in the building i'm excited to do this interview 
tell the people a little bit about yourself before we get into the actual interview, just so they can they can know who you are and what you're all about. So first and foremost, thank you for having me on here. My name is Adila. Um, I got a project out right now. I sing and I rap. I have a project out called Dreamers and Thinkers. It's a monster. I got uh, it's a collaboration album. I got features from Fat Joe, Royce the Five Nine, John Connor, Cormega, Sky Zoo, Torre, Cool G Rap, uh, Kid Vicious, um, Clem Rashad. It was executive produced by Street Runner, so it's oh wow, it's, it's a monster. I bet, like you, you named a lot of my like Royce the Five Nine to me is one of the best lyricists in the game. I love Royce the Five Nine. Royce is the rapper's rapper. Like he looks like a rapper. He dresses fly like a rapper. His voice is just super dope. His rhymes are fire. And then he performs like he's uh, he's just a superstar to me. Yeah. Yeah. So what what was it um when you got to work with him? Was it in person? Did he send you the verse? What what was that whole situation like? Um, Street actually went to Detroit and got the verse. But I had, you know, I've been around Royce and I had asked him like, oh, you know, I really want to get you on a track. So um, it was crazy because the record I have him on Crown, I got um, John Connor to jump on it, which John is from Detroit originally as well. Mm -hmm. And so John and I were going in on the track together. And then I had seen uh, Royce's manager at an event and he was like, you got to get that Royce feature. And I was like, the album was almost about wrapped. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I do. And so he he hopped on it and it was like just having that, you know, those Detroit rappers on there. And it's not even just Detroit, like just the caliber of rappers they both are. It it was it's it's one of my favorite tracks on the on the project. And John John Connor, he he deserves a lot more recognition as well. Like John Connor, right. I'm waiting. Like he's uh he's still signed to Aftermath, I believe. So I'm I'm waiting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. Um, and like I said, I'm going to drop the video soon. We're working on it. Um, it's super fly. It's going to be different than any video I've ever done. And, um, you know, it's dope to have their support and just to know that, um, you know, all these guys hopped on this project with me. I feel like, you know, it's like a dream come true. Yeah, and... and- you uh because we just my most recent episode we did uh our top fifteen MCs of all time me and I invited another podcast on and uh, well, I, I almost two <laughs> I uh I almost put Cool G Rap in my top fifteen and the guys that I was doing it with they're like I don't even think I can name a Cool G Rap song Fast, I'm like right? you got you got to know you got to know Cool G Rap know your history right I agree um and that was like uh. again it's like every time I went in when I went into the second project I was like well what am I going to do like what's going to be my my thread or or whatever that's going to hold this project together because I always want to have a concept and I said I'm going to do let me do a collaboration and I think that when I told my team well I'm going to do I'm going to get these features they were like looking at me kind of like this is this is difficult and um and so G-Rap was one of those guys, like, when I got his verse in and to hear him say my name on the track, I mean, I was like a little kid, like, smiling and like, yo, did this really happen? And, um, you know, to be able to talk to him and chop it up with him, and, and that's a huge cosign in itself. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. He's one of the legends. Like people don't realize that he 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 kind of made the blueprint for what a lot of people use. Right. I mean, he's definitely every rapper's favorite rapper. You know, when you talk like the big top echelon of rappers, the Jay-Z, Nas's, Eminem's, you know, he's in their top top list of MCs. Absolutely. Absolutely. But let's let's get back to talking about you. And I wanted to ask, (laughs) I wanted to ask, like, how did you first get involved in music and how did you know this is what you wanted to do? This is what you wanted to put your time in. I mean, I always sang, as you know, as a kid, like whether it was in preschool or elementary school, I was always on the choir. And and so it just it was a natural thing. You know, it really is like I feel like if you can sing, you can sing. So it was I was never like trained to do it. I, I never, you know, had vocal coaches or anything like that. And at some point I just said, well, you know, I want to do this because I love being on stage and I love to be able to create things that I could share with other people. So, I mean, there were so many steps that led me to, like, right now. You know, it's like you can't pinpoint that one moment that you're like, this is it. I I feel you on that. So, like, what's – take us through a day in the life. Like, when you started your project, so between when you formulated the idea for the project to when it came to fruition, like, how how long of a process is that before you finally start, like, okay, this is what I want the album to be. Now let's get to work on making it happen. Well, once I came with the idea, I remember I just put it in my iPhone notes. Like, the idea came to me, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to put this down in my iPhone notes because I'm a big believer on, like, you know, visualizing and, like, attracting things. And um, after that, it was all about the beats. I started getting production. Um, and and then it was a longer process for this because when you have six records and nine rappers – you, which sounds crazy, but you really need, I needed to sit back and say like, okay, what song am I going to send each person that they're going to be able to feel that they're going to want to jump on? So it was, and then on top of that, these guys are all touring and, you know, they all have careers of their own. So it was, a, this project was a long process and I don't make, and when I did my first project, it's, sorry, it took me about the same amount of time. It's like, uh I don't make a hundred records to come down to like nine or six. I make, you know, 12 to come down to nine or, or whatever the case is. I've always just really concentrated on focused on each record. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. Okay. Uh-huh. And so you're one of the, you're one of the ones, uh, the artists who can both sing and rap and you do e- both equally great. So how do you, you, Oh, you're very welcome. How do you decide how you want to attack a record? Like, do you, ever like initially think you're going to go in rapping and then say you know what no i think i could sing on this one or do you kind of get that idea the moment you hear the beat i feel like i get you you catch a vibe and because i can sing and rap i try to make it equal like i'm always like no i gotta it's gotta be a 50 50 thing and um you know it's funny because lately a lot of people are like oh you're a rapper and i've always like primarily felt like I always felt like I was primarily a singer mm-hmm. but people relate to me as a rapper and I'm like it's only because when I do all these shows it's so much more fun to hop on stage and rap you know like it a lot of the records that I do have where I'm singing they're slower tempo they're soul records so um it, it's all about the feeling like and I'm lucky to be able to say well I'm gonna do one or the other it gives me a little bit of freedom as an artist Absolutely. And that, that when you have that freedom, that's when usually the best uh, the best art comes out of it, for sure. Right. 
And so, so I mean, you already talked about about your latest project, but let's let's go back to your first one. How nerve wracking was that to like get your your first project together and know that you're going to put it out to where it's going to be consumed publicly? Like, was that was that worrisome at all? Or were you were you one no. of those ones who were confident? <laughs> I was I was I was not worried at all because um, one, I have such a great musical team that I work with and. They're just so good at what they do that I knew anything I put out um, was going to at least be really high quality and up to a certain standard. And, you know, in that and in that respect, I'm lucky because it goes for my visuals and photos and things like that. I'm, I'm blessed to be around the people I'm around. But it w- was maybe a little nerve wracking because I was really telling a whole story on there. So like the first lyric of the first song on that album said, I felt hopeless and the last lyric on the last song on that album said, fuck you, pay me. So there was a whole entire story that went in between that. I love that. And, you know, so, and I always had the idea, like, since I was a kid, like, I love off the burner, off the burner. Like, you know, I'm finally off the back burner. And so even when we did the artwork for that, for the album cover, my photographer said, like, yo, what does this mean, off the burner? Like, I don't think I asked you. And I'm like, you know, off the back burner of a stove. And he's like, well, what do you want to do for the artwork? And I said, let's just light a stove on fire. You know, and that's what we did. And uh, so it's super dope. I mean, and people people still listen to that. You know, first of all, the project's not old and they love it. It still, like, sounds dope. Yeah. It's not dated. Yeah, and I mean, it. I will say when I um when I first got familiar with your music, I'm, I'm listening. Uh, I on soundcloud i'm listening and i'm like this is good like this is really good and it's crazy because like your videos and stuff there's a a uniqueness to your artistry that i think that a lot of people in the game don't i mean the game has gotten people very comfortable in being them but i feel like it's like it's not like anything else that's out there right now well i appreciate that that's a that's that's actually a compliment to me because i want my own lane Mm -hmm. and uh you know i'm with the fans that I do have and the fans that I'm that I'm gaining daily, I'm realizing like they're liking what I'm doing. So I don't want to change that. You know, I want to stick to these soul samples. I want to stick to big sounds in the records. I want to stick to, you know, rapping sometimes just super crazy, obnoxious and, you know, but always having a message, too. And that's the thing I think a lot of music is missing today. Like, what's that What's that message? Even if you're getting ignorant as fuck in the club, like, what's the message? Exactly. You know, exactly. and I think that's what's lacking. Exactly. I, I feel you on that. Um, I, I want to ask you about, I mean, we're, it seems like we're re- reaching a rise in in female MCs, female artists um, in general in the game right now and how, how do you feel about does that make you does that feel you were prior the fact that you see that women are really holding like it down so to say like a lot of what you hear is is women doing their thing in music in general and you know it, there was a time in rap where i think everyone kind of judged the women unfairly to to the point where it's like um well she's good for for a female rapper and it's not like that anymore now we just judge it based off art the artistry itself how, how do you feel about that I mean, I think I think women have always been holding it down. I think women have always been um, part of hip hop, an equal part of hip hop, um, and, and it is very you know male dominated. But look at all the women that you know. You got the Queen Latifahs, the MC Lights, the 
you know, Lil' Kim, Foxy Browns, Remy Ma, um, you know, the, the list goes on. And I think that um, Salt and Pepper, like, I could go on forever, but I, it always makes me proud because it, it is a male-dominated industry. And I think that, um, you know, girls are slowly beginning to take over. And just show these show these guys, like, we got it. But it also, on the flip side of what you said, where you're like, she's good for a female rapper, I feel like, as a female, we still are held to different standards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we always got to bring our A game yeah. all the time. Because we don't want to be, well, she's a female rapper. And so that, you know, I guess what you said rings true as well. So we're coming to a different stage now where it's, little more on an even playing field yeah I, I definitely feel you on that who who is who are some of the artists that inspired you the most like over over your life who's who's your favorite overall artist not just rapper but overall artist artist i want to say tupac okay because i just loved everything about him i mean he had that like major it factor he you know he was you see him on a screen and it's like powerful you see him in a photo and it's power you hear his voice it's power um but i i listen to a wide range of artists i mean um somebody asked me the other day they're like who do you listen to the most and i was like frank sinatra and they were kind of surprised by that but i'm like i like music that's classic that's big that you know stands the test of time so i grew up on on everything you know my parents were music heads and so everybody's my favorite artist. Like that, my friends joke. They're like, "Yeah, every song is your favorite song." <laughs> I feel you so. on that. I feel you on that. Um, there was something else I wanted to ask. What What's been your favorite overall moment since you've been doing rapid music at this level? What What's the one singular moment? If you can narrow it down to one, because I'm sure it's been a lot. You just talked about a few when you uh, were making your your latest project. Um. God. Recently. I hit number 21 on the iTunes rap charts on debut day. That yeah. was surreal because that, you know, that I, I exceeded my own expectations because as an independent artist, you know, I manage myself. I run, you know, my own promo. I, I do like when people hit me up, it's like really me you're talking to. Um, and I love that. But I didn't think, you know, when I when I dropped this project, I thought, well, all right, I'm going to hit like the low 200s. At least that was my goal to hit the low 200s. Mm-hmm. And so when it came in at 34 and then jumped to 21, I that was like showing me like you can do this. Like you got this, you know, and then seeing my track listing, like when I finally saw that you know at midnight i was like wow i did this like if i don't do anything else like i did this so there's just been a, there's just been a lot of um adult moments and probably more shitty moments when you when you know when you're in this business but i celebrate every single good thing that happens to me no matter how small it is i celebrate it because i'm like that's what keeps you going as an artist to like go to the next, you know, to keep moving, to like get up if you fall. Like, okay, well, this happened, and so this is a positive thing for me. Absolutely, absolutely. And so that that freedom, like, it's, the independent artists have a, lot, a way bigger platform than what they had even ten years ago to be able to stay independent. Um, for you, if if it came time to decide between staying independent and going major, do you ever worry about? going major may actually limit your creative freedom at all um i think 
I mean, I don't know. Like, I just, I'm so used to doing things my way at this point that um, I, I would like, I would say, like, having a machine behind you wouldn't hurt. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to say, like, oh, I never want to go to a major because having a machine, having a team, that's amazing, you know. Um, but I guess until I get to that point, I, I'm not going to know the answer to that. Yeah. I feel you. it's just it's it's something you hear a lot of people that finally sign the majors and then they either get they shelved. Regret. Yeah, they regret yeah. it. Yeah. And, it, and so there's a wave of that happening right now. Um, just being on Twitter and, and, and social media, I'm seeing a lot of producers and artists that are really kind of angry at their labels, you know, major labels like I wish I never did this or or, you know, they're they're holding me back or they're not letting me drop music and i'm like well this is kind of you know the grass may not be greener on the other side in this situation mm-hmm. so yeah yeah for sure for sure all right one one of the last questions if you can have any dream collaboration any artist any era alive or dead who oh. would it be oh then it would be Pac. Pac. there's no doubt about it like if you said alive i'd have to say nas okay Dead or alive, Tupac, and I think we, I think Pac and I would have made a dope track. I think we both have crazy energy, and it would have just been fire. Oh yeah, the music video would have been crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know, bad to look at. So, or he wasn't bad to look at. He's a good looking guy. So, <laughs> and you're not bad to look at yourself. So there you go. Okay. It would have. <laughs> All right. So, um, before we go ahead and get ready to end, I want you to to. Kind of summer. It's a it's a pro, it's your project, and I know as an artist it may be hard. But for all the listeners who may not be familiar with you, who now hear you, they they're interested in checking out your project. Summarize what your project is, your most recent, into three words. How would you describe it? Shit, three words. <laughs> Our <laughs> sentence. Go ahead. A, a, a one sentence. Oh, you know what? I got your three words: dreamers okay. and thinkers. <laughs> That's it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I want to thank you for taking this time out uh, to, you know, hop on my podcast. I know when I first asked you to come on, you didn't know me from a, a can of paint on the wall. So I definitely appreciate it. But now we're friends and I, you know, I love these conversations and um, it, it gets it's me thinking, too. Like you have me reflecting on shit. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. I mean, that's why it's called my podcast is called The Awakened Soul, because we try to get deep. We try to get deep in the soul. Uh <laughs> but go ahead i appreciate that oh absolutely tell the people my wonderful listeners where they can find you and reach out to you if they wanted to um always at adela music a-d-e-l-a music.com and then on social media for twitter and instagram they can hit me at adela music also and not the also just (laughs) (laughs) absolutely Um, absolutely I, i think the cold is getting to me the weather and then um if people want to hit me, text me direct, they can hit me at uh, 305-900-5504. And I do hit people back. It might take me a few days, but I hit every single person back. So, I respect like, get it. Me, get the project. Go, get, get it on iTunes, Google. Um, it's everywhere. No excuses. <laughs> I like that. No excuses. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it on this. I okay. have to have you back at some point. So will yeah. you come back? If I send you the invitation, are you gonna come back? 
I mean, I came this time, so it's like, you know, we're family now. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, people, you heard it. Check her out. Dreamers and Thinkers. Available on iTunes now. Listen, this has been The Awakening. So I had a lot of fun this episode. As much as that opening was, you know, all that situation. We, we talked about it. But nonetheless, this, this was a very fun, fun, fun episode, fun interview. I know it's a lot shorter than you guys are used to. But nonetheless, I know you love me anyway. I know you do. So we're going to go ahead and get ready to say adios. You can find me at the usual places at CEO Hayes. You can email me any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, theawakensoulpod at gmail.com. Reach me at either one of those two places. Either way, it'll get to me. We'll discuss whatever you got to talk about. I can't stress enough. Share this podcast. Leave a review. Check out our previous episodes. You know, uh, the battle and the uh, the battle continues. Or the, yeah, it, it, both of those episodes great episodes they go hand in hand uh check those last couple episodes out check out episode 17 of the awakened soul which was on black health uh, sorry mental health in the african-american community talking about some of the other thing like the suicide rates and other things going on um with that check out all the episodes there's something in every episode you can learn from for sure this has been the awakened soul we're gonna go ahead and depart on we're gonna go back to the crown which is which is a dealer song uh we're gonna end on her voice what better voice than in the podcast with uh check me out i'll see you guys next week hopefully if not i'll give you i'll drop you something in the middle of the of the week next week uh, i love each and every one of you guys thank you so much for following me along this journey and just being such a big part of what i do here at the awakened so uh check us out adios love you guys Remapping these moves mentally Way I've been killing tracks Court order just might get sent to me Mastering my craft Name someone who works as hard as me Practicing these bars You would think I had a law degree You gon' have to pardon me It's really not in my nature To talk aggressively This music's been stressing me Doctor said all the sodium Is not the best for me Devouring these salty-ass rappers Raising my pressure, G It's not a choice for me Holding on this mic for so long It's now a part of me Every time I flow from my soul Give you a piece of me But all these y'all Legend saying that they want all of me But got nothing to offer me I'm feeling myself, heard you feeling me too Stuck on stupid when I walk by They don't even need glue Modern day Cleopatra bow down You try to take us out, now we coming for the crown they can't defeat them, just feed them. Y'all in my kingdom, I need them. they let me lead them, no sequels. I have no equal, this chemo. For every nigga that said they sick, I beat them. Cause I had already won when the score was zero to zero. As a kid, I had high hopes. When my daddy was, I broke. Hand on the Bible, bout to go crazy. It's why I go psycho all over tracks. This is my show, ain't had no time for an idol. I'm watching ungrateful niggas get to live a life I would die for. I ain't hiding for nothing, I'm striving for something. I ain't out of my mind, I ain't blind. See the sky, I can touch it. Fuck it, I just get on my grind when it's seeming the toughest and i ain't rushing because patience will get you to function i think god ain't on my mind yeah and i still want the world but it ain't mine yeah and no it ain't no mountain i can't climb yeah so just call me the king cause if i said it it's gonna be and it's my time yeah